Times Sports Writer of the Year and Milwaukee Journal Sentinel reporter Lori Nickel on the line with us this Tuesday morning. So, Lori, there's actually something else I want to ask you about in a minute, but we got to start with Milwaukee Marathon. You were supposed to run in the 5K on Sunday. The whole thing got canceled when we were in the midst of getting like a foot of snow. So you've mm-hmm. done some reporting recently uh, on that. And uh, just, I guess, first your reaction and having the thing canceled and then a little bit more on your interaction with the race organizers. I know they were heartbroken and really just trying to get this event back on track. This, um, well, first of all, there's a couple of different Milwaukee marathons, so I hope your your listeners understand that this particular one is fairly new. It's, it hasn't even been around for 10 years. It's had four or five now different race directors, um, three different owners, different group companies running it, and it's just had problems, pretty much some kind of controversy or some type of problem, basically from the second and third year on. So having a cancellation like this was just kind of a really big blow to the reputation of the race. They weren't even trying to have the full marathon on Sunday. They were just trying to get something off the ground. They whipped this together in 49 days, announced it, told people about it. And But the problem with these big races, when you get 1,000 people or more, is that you can't give out those chip timers that everybody wears to tell you what your time was. You can't do that the morning of a race, especially when the race is slated to start at 6.30 or then they change it to 7 a.m. when they realize there would be no sunlight. So all the packet pickups for those race bibs, those chip timers, were on Saturday, and that's when we were getting hammered with the storm. They didn't want to bring all these people to Milwaukee in to pick up the chip timers and then ask all the workers and the volunteers to do that, too. It was too dangerous, so at the last minute, they had to call off the whole thing. So what about you? Did you get your 5K in anyway? Did you hit the treadmill or what? No, I went to boot camp at the gym instead. <laughs> okay. I was just I was done with it. And then my car got stuck in the snow, so it was fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> Otherwise, great. <laughs> Talking with Lori Nickel of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. I wanted to ask you about this because you've done some reporting recently on Thanasis onto Tacumbo. He's got a podcast now he calls Thanalysis. Um, didn't know about that, so thanks for uh, reporting on that because I did do some listening yesterday. I, I wish I knew more about Thanasis. How well do you know Giannis' older brother? He's great, and he is a 30-year-old with a lot of basketball experience, not just here in the United States playing for two different NBA teams, but he's played in the feeder teams as well, the G League and the other league before that was a feeder team. But he has a lot of international basketball experience as well, playing for the Greek national team and things before he even got to the United States. And He's just, he's a great person. He's so popular. I swear he could run for mayor here and win. Fans love him. People love him. But there's one person that Giannis talks to first, last, middle, more than anybody else, more than any coach or any teammate, and that's the Nassus. I used to think the Nassus was like the hype guy, like, come on, you could do this, whatever. Mm -hmm. But that's not the case. He's really talking basketball with his brother all the time. He's pointing out tendencies and trends that he sees develop in the game. And I think that's interesting. I want to know more about the person that Giannis talks to more than anybody else. And you get some of that in this podcast of the NASA. Well, so I don't know when you're going to talk to him next. And uh, not that he's looking for advice from me, but he talks on the podcast (laughs) about how he's new at this and, you know, working his way through. And he has obviously high profile guests, you know, and he talks to other Bucks players. But I would love if, I mean, Pass it on to him if you like. Something I hear sometimes in podcasts is I'm listening first for the host. So I'm really interested in Thanasis. And I would love for him 
to talk a little bit more about himself. Because just like you said, I want to learn more about him as well. You know, when you have all the time in the world on a podcast, you know, tell him, I, I want more Thanasis. Oh my gosh, I've been telling him the opposite. That tells you what I know. I'm like, I love that you ask the good questions and let the guests talk. But I think he's going to do that. You know, he's going to use this platform throughout the when the season is over and he's going to talk about his family and stuff. Yeah, he's I want to know all that. Do more. Okay, I'll tell him that he's really interested. He's really eager. He's a smart guy. Um, you know, dual language, that's an issue too. So um, he's really worked hard on this. I respect him a lot for that. So I'll definitely tell him. How important is he to Giannis's development and his overall happiness here in Milwaukee? Everything. That's why he's here. I mean, Giannis, I, I'm telling you guys, the more I get to know him, the, the I don't think it's about money with that guy. I don't think it's about some of the other superficial things. I think the war, awards are even becoming less and less important. I think who Giannis surrounds himself with as he matures and approaches the age of 30, I think family and good people is becoming even more important if that's possible. And that family of brothers is just so tight. And Thanasis and Giannis, I mean, I wish I had a sibling like that. It, they're, it's just Giannis tells him everything and confides everything in, you know, to him. And, and they've been through everything together. Remember, initially it was Thanasis who um, felt like he needed to take care of the family and provide for everybody and get, make sure everybody was safe getting over here to the United States and settling in. And so in a lot of ways, Thanasis was like the young leader, the young patriarchal leader of the family initially. And that role hasn't changed too much in a lot of ways. Two-time Sports Writer of the Year, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel reporter Lori Nickel with us this morning. Really appreciate it, Lori. Some interesting stuff. And uh, tell T.A., you know, anytime he wants to come on our show with you, that'd be good, too. Oh, he would love that. <laughs> I'm, I'm just sending messages to Thanasis through you now. Right. That's what's happening here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my role. Okay, great. It. Thanks, Lori. We'll talk again next week. Take care. Thank you.